What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Cookies and Beer. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. We had a week off. Just a bunch of shit went down, and I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to record. I was all pissed off. You know, usual adult shit. I feel like everyone's been just on edge lately, especially out here near the beautiful uh, city of Los Angeles. Los Angeles, as some people say, which makes no sense. I think I heard my grandma say it once. Los Angeles. Well, hey, I don't think that's how you say it, Grandma. I don't think that's how you say it, but everyone's on edge. Um, I think we're back for the most part, at least our 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 mood and our mentality. I think there's some people, most people, who are kind of back in a sense. Their traffic is back. All this shit is back. We're back to complaining about, you know, the shit we did 19 months ago. We just, we're, our minds are going, well, what's coronavirus? I'll just care about this asshole in front of me who's swerving, who's probably, you know, drunk driving because people are like hey i can drive again i can go outside the bars are open let's get some more let, let's get our experience up in the old uh drinking and driving there's been a lot of it's either, it's either that or there's a lot of people who just forgot how to drive in the last 18 months because i feel like everybody's drunk out there right now everyone's bobbing and weaving like fucking floyd mayweather going in between lanes doesn't make any sense but you know what we got we're fucking back I had, I had a lady flip me off about an hour and a half ago. That was awesome. <laughs> it was totally my fault, I'll just say. I take complete blame for it. I didn't see the bitch. I'm sorry. But I had to get my off-ramp. There's no way that I could have just gone to the next one. That's a mile down the road. I had to get off this one now. Because my life is important, goddammit. And what I have is more... Is more... Uh, it's more serious than whatever you have going on, lady in your fucking Nissan or whatever it was. I had to get off on the off-ramp. There was a guy on the right who was trying to merge into my lane because that lane only goes into the off-ramp. And I had to get over. So I let him go. Had no idea that there was a fucking giant truck behind him. I looked, but I didn't see anybody. I think we call that the blind spot. So I let the guy go. He merged over into my lane. We did a little, you know, where we kind of exchange lanes he went to mine i went to his like you see in like fast and the furious and shit in the trailer but there's like you know 10 mitsubishi eclipses all doing it at the same time like it's you know the fucking jabberwockies everything's all choreographed and shit hey no one does that no one no one does that i've never gone down to like irvine or anaheim or fucking pomona and seen a bunch of you know Subaru WRXs that have 60 grand pumped into a fucking $30,000 car and it still looks terrible and it sounds terrible. I never see them just get in a line and they're like, all right, Jordan and Cliff, you're going to go from left to right and then me and Bobby are going to go from right to left and we're all going to be on FaceTime and we're going to do Instagram Live because our lives are not that fun right now. So we have to get some kind of clout. Because that's what it's all about nowadays, folks. If you don't have an Instagram account or a podcast or anything like that, apparently we all just feel useless. 
everyone has a podcast now. I'm 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 a hypocrite. I'm in that group. But I'd like to say that you know, we're over 2 years in. I feel like we I feel like it blew up even more with the lockdowns cuz everybody was home. It was like you either have a podcast or you have an OnlyFans or you you're just depressed. Like you're in one of those three lanes for the lockdowns and how you come out the other end, we'll be able to find out clear as day which one you have. If I go up to a bar, you know, and then like a month or whatever when the world open when the state opens up, the 15th, it's the 27th or the 28th by by the time this comes out. We open up in two weeks, three weeks, something like that. We're going to go to a bar. And there's going to be some, you know, hot girl out the bar or whatever. And you go up to her and you just go high and you just totally flop. You just fucking, your, your whole brain just shuts down because you're a pussy. But if you muster up the courage, you go up to her and you're like, hey, what's up? And she's just like, want to see my d- asshole? And you're like, oh, cool. I was going to say tits, but tits aren't, you know, it didn't sound, it it didn't have the, it didn't have the meat and potatoes like asshole does. But she's like, hey, want to see my asshole? And I was like, hey, you have an OnlyFans, huh? Or if you go up to her and she's like, I'm like, hey, what's up? How you doing? She's like, good. Would you want to go on my podcast? I'm like, well, I've never met you. What kind of podcast is it? <laughs> well, we talk about bleaching assholes, and we actually, at the end of the podcast, we actually bleach the guest's asshole. And I'm like, well, no, I'm not doing that. Bleaching your asshole, that can't be good. How do they do that? They, like, wax your ass, and then what, they just spray, like, Clorox into a fucking Kleenex, and they just wipe your asshole? Like, how does that work? Or is it, like, a dropper? Like when you give dog like CBD or whatever, it's just droplets of Clorox and you just kind of just sprinkle it on your butthole until it turns white or whatever. Why do you bleach your asshole? Is it is it is it because shit assholes are terrible to look at and they're like, oh hey, you know what would make this way more appealing? The thing that shit comes out of. Let's make it pink. That'll be more appealing. And you know what? It probably is. I don't know. I've never really been into the asshole stuff. Not my thing. Not against it. It's just, that's where shit comes out of. I'm good. It can stay as is. I do not need to be a part of that. So yeah, she, so I didn't even got, I fucking didn't even finish the story about me getting slipped off. Sorry, I was getting all wild there about the, I'm just excited to get back to bars and spending $75 on three margaritas. I can't wait. Not including tip. What is the rule on tipping at a bar? I always heard it was $1 per drink. But if you order like a $20 drink, that's kind of a dick move, right? Or no? I usually go with the $1 a drink tip unless I am just so far blacked out that instead of doing one per drink, I'll just do fucking, I'll do like, I'll, I'll, I'll tip like 65%. Exactly. I'm like, hey, if I can pull in my calculator, what's 65% of $114? Oh, it's $69. I don't even know if that's true. It's probably more like 70 or 80. I tip them exactly 65%. That's the thing I do when I get drunk. Most people get drunk and they're like, hey, I want to go get a fucking double-double or go get me, you know, some chicken soft tacos from Del Taco. Not me. Not me. 
That's not what I do. I go, hey, I'm fucked up. I'm tipping you 65%, and then I'm going to go home. I'm going to cook myself a meal, and I'm going to go to bed and watch Family Guy or The Office for the hundredth time. So anyways, I'm driving. I let the guy go. He gets in my lane. I get in his lane. I think it's totally clear. There's two lanes that I can I can either go into the one right next to me or there's one right next to that in the far right lane. So I go, okay, cool. I'm just going to go over one because most people are in the second one from the other on-ramp. I don't know. It's a it's like fucking SimCity. I live in SimCity. There's just off-ramps where there's on-ramps and they're flipped and reversed like Missy Elliott. And it's really confusing, and apparently it makes it so you can't see people that are clearly there in a giant Nissan car. Because I thought I had the, you know, the, the I, th- I thought I had the green light. So I turn, I, I even turned my blinker on too, because I'm not an asshole. Hey, which by the way, if you're, if you drive and you don't use your blinker, like when there's other cars around, fuck you. I can't tell you how many times I've wanted to fucking just take a baseball bat to whoever who was driving in front of me, where you're in the far right lane, and you're pulling up in like a commercial area where there's, you know, fucking maybe an Albertsons or a uh, Smart and Final, if you will, or a gas station, that's a big one. And the person in front of you just goes, hey, I'm going to turn right, right now. And they just fucking slam on the brakes, no blinker. And then they just slowly coast into the, into like the uh, entryway, and then you got to slam your brakes on, the guy behind you slams his brakes on, his kid's french fries go flying into the front seat, you know, his wife's yelling at him, it's not even the guy's fault, he doesn't even want to be married, he's just sitting there like, what the fuck did I do with my life, you know, eight years ago, I was out, you know, fucking getting pussy and having a great time, and now I'm married, and I'm just, you know, I'm driving this car that I can't afford, and I just bought my daughter you know, McDonald's, and that's, I'm sure that'll kill her at some point, and she'll just add to the, you know, obesity epidemic that we have, there's a lot of, there's a lot of large people out there, now, I'm not gonna say I'm, I'm some perfect person, fuck, I had McDonald's two days ago, I'm not saying I'm, you know, I'm better than these people, all I'm saying is let's dial it back a little bit. <laughs> let's dial let's dial it back. I get it that it's cheaper. Not really though. Like you can't really use that excuse. You can if you don't have time. I get it. But I I went out what th- 2 weeks ago and I bought like 6 pounds of chicken and some I got like a I think it was like a pound of salmon and uh some tofu cuz apparently I'm doing tofu. I just got a um, air fryer. We'll talk about that later. That whole thing changed my life. I can't believe I'm just now getting into the air fryer game in 2021. I've used them before. My dad got one the beginning of lockdown, you know, that first month or two, we were like, well, we're going to be home. We may as well go in debt and spend, you know, $8,000 a month on Amazon packages. Poor Amazon fucking drivers had to spike up, you know, 800% from February of 2020 to June. But yeah, that's, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. I was talking about, I've, originally I was talking about the lady, but the, as, essentially what happened, because I've gone on way too long about this, and I've diverted way too many times off this story, it's not even that great of a story, but um, I, I go into the right lane, and then all of a sudden I like speed up, and then in my review mirror I see that there was a big like Nissan car behind me, 
And I do the thing where I'm just like, I fucked up. I'm just going to admit it. And I kind of, I did the, you know, that move where you throw your hand up and you kind of just shrug your shoulders. Like, I'm a, I'm a fucking asshole. I'm sorry. I didn't see you. I'm sorry. And then I look back in the review mirror because that's what you do because you're like, hopefully they saw it. I want to get some acknowledgement because I'm insecure as a person. I just want to make sure that this person knows that, you know, I'm sorry. And I'm not usually a piece of shit like this. You just caught me on a fucking a day where apparently I was blind. And I look back in, in the uh, review mirror and she flips me off. <laughs> she flips me off. And it wasn't like, a, like a, oh, like fucking go fuck yourself, you know? It was like a stone cold Steve Austin fucking like, you know, the strong, like with the, it's it, it, it was the one where like when most people flip you off, when they flip people off, they usually like, well, because there's two ways to flip people off, right? There's the one with the thumb out, which is like, I don't know what that's all about. That one's kind of weird. That is that like a, is that like a, Hey, fuck you. But because my thumbs out like JK or like, Hey, it's cool. Or is that like a condescending? Fuck you. That might be what that is. Cause if you bring the thumb in and you just have the middle finger out and you, you flex your, you know, your forearm and your bicep and you get that. Yeah. Fuck you face. Like that one is like Liam Neeson. You just kidnapped my daughter. I'm going to fucking devalue you in front of your kids type you know gesture but she gave me that with the umph and she looked upset so I started laughing because I was like holy shit we're back dude we're back to everybody complaining about you know everybody has road rage again everyone has to go you know we did 18 months of not having to go back into the office we could wear our pajamas all day we didn't have to shower we could get up you know 60 seconds before your shift started and now we have to get up an hour early. We got we to fucking get the kids ready for school because school's back and daycare and, you know, $800 a month or whatever that is. I don't know when that became a huge – I don't know if that got uh, – I don't know if that's inflation. I don't know what that is. But I have a couple of buddies that have kids and, like, they have younger kids, so they have to do daycare. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's like 500 bucks a month. And I was like, bro, my fucking car payment isn't even $500 a month. Like, how the fuck – granted, it's a kid versus a car and there's, you know – some would say you don't have to really pay much attention to the car when it's alone, but it's not, you know, like like fucking Herbie the Love Bug or whatever, or that weird car from the Chevron commercial. Remember those days when the fucking when the marketing team of Chevron apparently did, you know, ayahuasca one random summer at some Chevron retreat in Palm Springs or some shit, and they were like, "All right, guys, we need here at Chevron Techron." We need to have a better marketing strategy. So we need we need ideas. And they just brainstormed for a whole week. And then on Friday, they had a meeting and no one had any ideas. And the head of marketing goes, you know what? Here's 18 tabs of acid. Here's an Airbnb. It's a 10-bedroom. You guys can all share. You know, you guys will all have your room. It's on the company. Just go out and do a couple tabs each and start writing some shit. And then, you know, George came back, you know, quiet George over there. He fucking didn't have any ideas his entire career. And he's like on the verge of getting fired because they're like, George, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like you, you know, you, you went to marketing school. I don't even know if that's a thing. I'm sure it is. But you went to marketing school and then you got, you got this dope job at, you know, at Chevron and we brought you on because your resume was strong and you haven't really contributed anything. Well, George goes and takes three tabs of acid. And you know what happens to George? George comes back to New York and he says, look here, fuckers, we're going to have talking cars. And they're going to have droopy eyes like they all just did a bunch of ketamine and it's going to be awesome. And then we're going to run with that for, I don't know, eight years or whatever that was. 
And then Cars is going to come out. And then Cars is going to go, hey, that we, you know, we stole this idea from, you know, uh, fucking Ketamine Greg over here. And we just turned it into a Pixar movie or DreamWorks or Disney, whatever the fuck it is. They're all the same. And now Greg's the head of marketing because he came back and they're like, Jesus Christ, Greg, that was a very strong, you know, very strong performance there. And then now Greg, did, you know, now Greg actually is the head of marketing and he goes out and now they have mandatory acid trips that they have to go out to every single year. Their entire staff has to do acid and then they just make awesome ideas. So thanks a lot, Ketamine Greg. Um... But yeah, fucking this lady flips me off. I start laughing. Of course, I like I look back because I'm just like, who like who flips people off in traffic, dude? Like I don't. And she was old too, so I I think that made it even funnier. She was probably like, I don't know, 75, 80. Like she probably shouldn't have been driving. So the jokes on her. They probably should have pulled her license a while ago. She has terrible kids. It's a whole thing. Not a big deal. But it was something about an old lady flipping me off with such um uh ferociousness is that a right word i feel like that's i feel like i just made that up ferociousness i'm kind of impressed that i even thought ferocious i i, I could have said you know mad or angry ferociousness nope google says do you mean seriousness well vero oh because i spelled various varicose veins no that's not it veracity Oh, that's how you spell veracity? That's not even the right thing. Conformity to facts and accuracy. What word am I thinking of? Vicious? Viciously. Cruel or violent manner. Yeah. Yeah, she did that shit viciously, bro. She was fucking vicious Vicky over there. She was super upset. So I start laughing. And then I make the mistake slash awesome idea of looking back into my rearview mirror just to see if she had if she knows that I'm laughing at her and she did she did or she was still very upset from when I cut her off but she was very upset so the best thing when in that type of situation the best thing that could have happened happened and I was so excited we both get off on the same off-ramp and we're both going to go left. Well, there's two left lanes. There's two cars in the left lane, two cars in the right lane. Guess who pulls up side to side? Like fucking Ricky Bobby and Sasha Baron Cohen. Where she, she, I stopped first and I was like, I hope she creeps and is looking at me. I hope so. Because I still have a half of, half of a McDonald's cup full of watered down Diet Coke. It's mostly ice. And if shit gets popping, I'll just fucking throw it at her. Now, I know you can't do that. That's assault, technically. You don't do that. That's why I'm better than other people, because I, I recognize that when I go, hey, this bitch deserves it, even though the whole thing was my fault. But the fact that she was getting more upset, granted, I was laughing. So I'm just being a dick, essentially, and I'm laughing about it on a podcast. So I'm the asshole. I fully acknowledge that. But there was something about her getting so upset that made me want to make her more upset, but not in like a not in like a mean way. Like I would I wouldn't actually throw anything at her car, but I would like to uh 
I don't know, dude. I don't even have any good ideas. I've never been in this situation before. I'm usually a nice guy, but you know what? With the lockdowns and the fact that I haven't gone to the fucking comedy store or I haven't gone to a Dodger game in almost two years, I think I think, I think think that's it. I think that's why people are on edge because I can just feel it. Like I know I, I already said that earlier, but I, I, I can just feel this overall like, like – June 15th is the target date for California, right? It's like we're it's like we're all in prison and we're like, all right, two weeks left. And we're just hoping that I don't accidentally stab somebody because then if I do, then I'm fucked. And I'm probably going to get another, you know, five years on my sentence. So it's just one of those things where it's like we're so close to the edge, even though June 15th, I don't think anything is really going to change. Everyone's going to be like, it's June 15th. You know what that means? We have to wait two hours on a Wednesday for a cheesecake factory. Like, that there's gonna be a huge, uh, huge surge of people that are obviously gonna go out, and the lines are gonna get crazy. The traffic out here is already insane. I don't know how. I don't know if more people. I don't know if more people should have died. I'm kidding or what? But the traffic did not. The everyone that died in California from COVID, it didn't help traffic. So we're fucking way more than then people are dying. Actually, you know what? I found this uh, counter. It's like life to death ratio. And then I think it'll take me to, yeah, I think it's worldometer.info. And it basically breaks down population. But no, this isn't it. This is, uh, damn, 56 million, 56.3 million babies were born just this year and 11 or 11 119 almost 120,000 people dead that's a that that's a really off ratio now i know what you're saying hey 56.3 kids were born but it's not like they're out driving true but you know what in 14 and a half or 15 years if those if those numbers are still about the same, which I, I think they're actually going to go down. I think less people are going to end up dying because eventually we're all just going to live forever and we're going to just get transported into a, you know, a different shell at some point. So in like 10 years or like 18 years, I'll hop on this website and it's like births this year. And it's like one, because at this point there's just one person that gives birth to everybody and we're all just, you know, like fucking Skynet. It doesn't really matter anymore. There's going to be no more race, no more gender, no more uh, height, no more. It's going to like uh, create a character on fucking, you know, Warcraft or some shit. You're just going to pick your character and then you're going to hook yourself up with the bamboo shoots into the USB ports. And you're going to turn on that machine. You're going to lock in like, you know, Neo in the Matrix. Next thing you're going to know, you're going to be jumping over, you know, from from rooftop to rooftop. And then you're just going to look awesome. Everyone's just going to look awesome. And that's, that's, uh, I don't, I don't know if I want that, to be honest. I think, uh, plus we're, we're all going to be typing. So it's like, it's not even really going to be a human contact. It's going to be, it's going to be more of a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, cognitive communication, I guess. I don't know. I just made that up. It sounded cool. Sounds like a Muse record. Cognitive communication by Muse. 2019 featuring twilight <laughs> or whatever the fuck um so yeah we're back we're back we're doing it um people are getting vaccinated going to baseball games they're putting their social security numbers in the government systems to prove you're vaccinated but hey you know what sounds like we're back to me sounds like normal 
<laughs> Sounds like normal. Oh, man. By the way, I made the uh, the uh, conscious decision not to do the coronavirus update anymore because I feel like I feel like, you know, at 60 whatever weeks it was that we were keeping count, you know, it probably lost its fun around around week three. Let's be honest. And then I was just like, hey, this is something I'm just going to hold on to it forever. And then I'm, what am I going to do? It's going to be like next year. And I'm like, oh, uh, happy week 200 of coronavirus. And everyone's like, dude, coronavirus was over like 18 months ago. What the fuck are you talking about? Like get new shit. <laughs> so I made the clear decision when we came back from last week um, that uh, we're not going to do it anymore. So RIP coronavirus. We did it, guys. We beat it. We're better than that. We're moving on. Um, but yeah, I uh, I don't really have. Let's see what else happened. I really came into this with no notes. Um, last week I I was on the verge of recording, and then my computer took a giant giant shit, and uh, couldn't open anything. Had to reinstall my operating system. It was a fucking blast. And um, yeah, I'll be surprised if this even gets pushed out. So we'll see what happens. That's what happens. That's so Raven. Um, I was in Venice a couple weeks ago. Uh, I guess that would have been an update from last week. Went out to Venice to go see my buddy to go watch the UFC fight. And uh, wow, there's a lot of tents out there, boys. There's a lot of tents out there. Um, it's fucking depressing. It's sad to see. Uh, but I, I haven't been to Venice in, um, well, I've been to Venice one other time during the lockdown, but we didn't go out cause everything was closed. It was kind of towards, I think it was like April or May of last year. So every, everybody was still, you know, freaking the fuck out and, you know, scared to go outside, thought the air was poison or some shit. So, um, I didn't really get to go out, but I, we went out this time. I got there early in the morning, not early. It was like 11. I'm just lazy. Uh, there we go. And uh, my fucking buddy's like, well, let's start making drinks. So we, we had a couple drinks. We went out, walked downtown, uh, had a few more drinks, had a couple shots, started blacking out around 2 o'clock. It was a real, uh, real fucking productive day. Um, and we were like, well, let's go to this other bar. We can either walk through the neighborhoods or we can walk down the boardwalk. And I was like, let's walk down the boardwalk. I just want to see... You know, I haven't seen Mad Max in a while. I just want to see it in the flesh. I hear stories. I want to check it out. And uh, it's wild, dude. So if you've never been to Venice Boardwalk, uh, if you've seen any any movie that it's in, uh, that's basically how it is, except there's, there is, uh, I don't know, dude, two and a half miles or so long of tents on the actual beach, which is wild. It's fucking, it's it's a real bummer and it's something that I can't fix. So I just go out and drink. Cause you know, what the fuck am I going to do? I vote. I donate some cash to people. I try to do the right thing, but you know what? I'm fucking broke too. So I got to figure it out. I can't give my whole fucking life savings away. Cause then I'll be right next to the guy or he'll be my roommate. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should do. We should just get homeless people to move in with us, give them their own key and just be like, Hey, you get one strike. If you fuck up, if you rob me, or if anything happens, you're going to sign this agreement and I'll agree. I agree that, you know, that you're, that you have to go back out and you have to figure it out. But for right now, we'll try to figure it out. Maybe that's it. Just kidding. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'd probably accidentally kill the guy with just my diet. He'd be like, all right, sounds good. 
what do you want to do for dinner? And I'm like, let's get Taco Bell. And he eats it and just dies because he, his fucking body can't process that kind of shit. But I have an iron stomach that's laced in probably fat and um, probably some kind of um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Not incision. That means my – that means opening – uh, cyst, I think that's the word I'm looking for, yeah, cyst, there's probably all kinds of terrible shit going on, but you know what, I've had decades and decades of experience eating fast food, I have it down to a science, you do it about once a week, you go out to Taco Bell, you get 15 bucks worth of food, you get a couple, you know, a Crunchwrap, some cheesy Fiesta potatoes, and maybe a couple Doritos Locos, Doritos, what is it, Doritos Locos Tacos Nachos or some shit, Nacho Cheese Doritos Locos Taco, I think that's what it is, Dorito Nacho. I probably just ruined the whole thing. Nacho Cheese Doritos Locos Tacos. Jesus, fuck. Say that a hundred times. Nacho Cheese Doritos Locos Taco. You get a couple of those. You get some hot sauce. You go back. You might get a, um, what's the drink? Baja Blast. Low ice. That way you get extra blast. You know what I mean? You fucking take it home, you eat it all in about seven minutes, and then you just fall over. But if you were the homeless guy and you gave him, you know, nacho cheese, Doritos, Locos, tacos, and a crunch wrap, and cheesy Fiesta potatoes, and a large Baja Blast, his stomach will explode. He's not used to that kind of shit. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I got uh, one last thing because I totally forgot to talk about it last week and we didn't do an episode. Uh, so I had to clear my DoorDash credits because fuck them. And I had eight bucks left. They, they, I say fuck them, but actually fuck me because they actually got me to pay more money because I had $8. But hey, you can only do orders over 10 bucks. So I had to throw in some more money. Therefore... My credits are cleared from all the refunds from all the times that DoorDash fucked up my order, but I didn't want to let them go to waste. You can't gift them, I don't think. I didn't look into it, but I'm assuming you can't. And um, actually, can you? Can you gift DoorDash credit? Credit cards. Introducing gift through DoorDash. Yeah, you, you can't. It doesn't look like. It looks like you can just buy gift cards. Got a, a DoorDash gift card? That's depressing. You're like, hey, you just turned 21. Here you go. You get a $10 DoorDash gift card, which doesn't even pay for the whole meal because you still have to pay for tax and delivery, which is another $10. For some reason, it costs 15 bucks to get a $8 meal. But you know what? But anyways, I had to clear out my... Uh, my credits, I got, what did I get? I think I got like a, uh, oh Jesus, what did I get? I think I got a boneless buffalo chicken salad from Chili's. I think that's what it was. It was something like that. You know, real healthy, real white trash. That's me. That's our shirt. Real healthy, real white trash. Andrew Wagner. <laughs> Chevron Tecron. Ketamine Greg. Um... So I got a, I got my salad and I uh, I order it. I go shower. I'm like, all right, there's a good chance this guy is not going to find my apartment because that's why I have all the credits. That's how the whole thing this how that's how I got into this mess was because people can't find my apartment. It's apparently I live in Narnia. No one can figure it out. 
So, you know, in two months when I move or a month and a half when I move, hopefully I move to a, I'm just going to have a giant, a giant like a uh, floodlight over my entire house. That way in the notes, I can just go, Hey, the one that looks like a UFO is hovering over me and, you know, looks like it's going to get sucked up into space, which by the way, it sounds like aliens are getting closer. I'm super excited about it. I haven't looked into it just like everybody else. Um, but I saw the headlines. I've seen the videos. Uh, all I can say is make it quick <laughs> because if they're going to, you know, enslave the whole human race and we have to get like beamed up to Uranus or whatever giggity, I did that on purpose. And then we're just fucked for the next like, you know, 60 years or whatever. I don't want that. I would rather have them just come in and be like, we gave you guys a chance and you fucked up big red button like the like the the big red button from Staples. They just hit that. Bam. And it just pew, and just wipe just disintegrate into, into dust like Terminator 2, that's the way that I want it to go out. If the aliens are coming and they're coming for revenge, which let's be real, they have to at this point. They gave us thousands of years to figure it out. And you got Israel and Palestine still fucking killing each other. And it's like, bro, it's been years. And you, none of you guys can figure out how to be like cool with each other. You guys are always going to war for whatever, oil or rubber or power or whatever the fuck. And you guys just can't, you know, there's half the country smoking. I, they're like, we made weed legal. They're like, we made weed legal in 21 states. And that wasn't enough. Like, weed's legal in New York. Weed is legal or it's decriminalized, I think. Let's look into that. I don't want to be, I don't want to spread fake news, as they say. New York marijuana legalization. That's probably the only time I've ever typed in the word marijuana instead of weed. Here we go. April 18th, 2021 from the New York Intelligencer. 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 Sounds like a, a movie with Tim Allen. The Intelligencer. Um, let's see. NYPD has instructed officers not to stop and arrest if they see people smoking pot in public. New no, no smoking of any kind signs have sprouted along with da like daffodils. Uh -huh. That's so funny. Um, let's see. Where can I smoke weed? Uh, what do you mean? Smoke in your house, dude. I mean, I guess if you're walking around, like, it's not like cigarettes. Dude, which, by the way, did you know that they're banning backwoods? They're, they're banning backwoods, menthol cigarettes, and other flavored cigars? I don't know why. The only thing I can think of is, like, there's something in the flavoring that, you know, is causing a carbon footprint or some bullshit. But, but I can go out and buy... I can go out and buy weed and go smoke weed in public. I don't think that's legal, but let's be real. That's what happens out here in California. At least towards the coast. You go more inland and they're like, fuck weed. And you're just like, Jesus, but I'll, fuck weed. We like pistachios. And they just keep going. And they're just, they're all about the pistachio game up there. I don't understand. Pistachios are great, but you know, like I've said before, it's like soccer. You, there's a lot of work with very little payoff. I don't understand why people like it. I wonder if they just make pre-shelled pistachios, just like they do with, with sunflower seeds. Although sunflower seeds are different, and I'm biased because I'm on basically on the uh, on the verge of eating about a half of a bag to a full bag of uh, of sunflower seeds pretty much every day, excluding the weekends. Usually, like while I'm working, I'll just throw in. But I can throw in, you know, sixty sunflower seeds in my, you know, and pack them in the cheek of my mouth or whatever, and just, you know, it's it's helps pass the time 
pistachios. You can't throw pistachios in your mouth and crack on them. Your teeth will explode. You can't have that. So you actually have to use your hands. I know, it's hard. You have to actually use your hands to crack them open. And then there's ones that are like super, super, super tight. Like a, like a fucking an oyster or whatever. And you're just like, fuck, do I even want to put the effort into this? And then you usually don't. You just throw it into the, into the, into the pile of all the empty shells. Because you're just, you're like, I'm too lazy to figure that out. Go fuck yourself. There's, I have a, I have, I have a whole bag. I have a thousand pistachios right here. Why would I, why am I going to fuck with just one? So you, you throw the, you fucking toss that one, but you can't just pack, you know, you know, six pistachios in your mouth. That's a gamble. You're probably going to be, you know, your, your, uh, your gums are going to explode or not explode. That'd be wild, but they'd be all cut up and they're, you know, your teeth would be chipped and I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't see that's the thing. So anyways, Weed in New York, um, $25 ticket if you get caught, or 20 hours of community service. Are you fucking kidding me? Give me, give me the $25 ticket. Are you kidding me? I can do 20 hours of community service if you catch me smoking weed. Suck my dick. No way. Um, this site is pretty useless. Um, let's try this one. This is actual weed site, so I'm sure it'll just be like, is marijuana legal in New York? And it just says yes. <laughs> like, smoking weed is legal, but for New Yorkers, you won't see retail. Okay, I don't care about buying it. Um, residents won't be able to buy or sell marijuana legally for a year or even two. Growing plants at home is not allowed for at least several month. months. Andrew Cuomo signed legislation April 30th. Blah, 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 blah. Um, to legalize marijuana for recreational use. There you go. I don't know when this goes into into effect. They said a couple months, and so maybe it's like a summer thing. But yeah, weed's legal in New York of all places. It's on the verge of being totally legal in Texas. I think it's medicinal right now, which we all know that that's a joke. You just go on, you know, weed.com and you're like, oh, my, my, my shoulder clicks when I get out of bed. And they're like, here you go. Here's weed for life. And they just give you a card and you just print it out and then you just send it in to your local weed dispensary because they have to ask for it and they, they don't care. Your shit could be all fucked up. You know, the picture doesn't even match. It looks like Nick Papa Giorgio from Huma, Arizona. It looks just like, it just looks like you made it. But they're like, well, whatever, we have it on record, so if the feds come, it, it, you know, it's on you, buddy. That's on you to figure out. But this is a message to the aliens. Make it quick. Make it quick. Um, so, yeah, my DoorDash guy. Of course, he didn't find my place. He um, he called me, and he was like, he was just, he was like a, like a younger kid, I could tell. And he just goes, I can't find your place, so I don't know what you want me to do. And I was like, well, I want you to find, I want, let's figure this out together, man. Like, this isn't a, you try one time and then you just move on to the next place. Like, I'll come outside, we'll figure it out, you know, send me your location on iPhone, let's be friends, let's figure it out, you know, let's work as a team so I can get my boneless buffalo chicken salad from Chili's. Healthy and redneck. That's the slogan for Chili's. Everything is sticky, healthy and redneck. <laughs> that's, that's. That's what Chili's is all about. So I end up meeting him in the parking lot. He gives me the food, and he his shoulders are slumped, his head's dropped. He just has this look like he's like, like he's just about to do something really bad. And I was just like, "Hey man, like how's it going? Like I'm sorry it took so long. You know, I'm sure you're busy, whatever." 
And he just goes, yeah. He goes, oh, I appreciate it, man. And, like, he gives me the food. And then he, like, turns around, starts walking away, takes maybe three or four steps, turns back, and he just goes, you know what, man? This isn't worth it. And I just went, I'm sorry. Am I your boss? Like, are you quitting? Like, what's going on? Like, what? Like, is this guy going to fucking pull out a gun and shoot me? Like, is he going to kill himself? Is he going to, like, well, I don't know what's going on. I'm in my fucking PJs. And my, you know, my moccasins, I'm high as shit. I got, I, I put eye drops in before I went downstairs because apparently I, I know, I didn't want to feel judged by, you know, uh, Jeff, the DoorDash guy or whatever, but he just goes, this shit isn't worth it. And I was like, wow. All right. Well, he just involved me into a full blown conversation. So now I have to at least ask what's going on because then if not, I'm just that guy who, you know who fucking orders DoorDash and is just like, whatever, give me my food, peasant. Like, I actually wanted to humanize the experience for him because I'm sure everyone is like that. Um, I've been there myself. And so I would say, you know what? And I would just go, what's going on, man? Like, what's like, what's not worth it? And he just goes, DoorDash. And he broke everything down to me. And I don't know if it's just because this guy is a shitty DoorDash driver. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. This guy was down on his luck. I didn't want to... Ask, I didn't want to, you know, prod anymore and ask about the process, but he basically, like, he was at, like, his first therapy session, or, like, his fifth one, and he finally, you know, we finally pushed through that barrier, and it's just, like, fucking goodwill hunting type shit. This guy starts spilling the, how, how his experience at DoorDash is, and he just goes, this shit's not worth it, man. Like, I, you know, I get a call, or I get an order... And then I go pick up the food and like everyone is always late. I have to wait at least, you know, 20 to 30 minutes to get my food or to get their food. And then he, he's like, I, you know, I drive it back. And then, you know, because the initial time that the customer gets always gets pushed back, according to him, they like you automatically automatically associate that with it being the waiter's fault or the um the uh, the DoorDash driver's fault just because that's what we do, I guess. It's like if your food's late. You're like, you fucking yell at your waitress. I mean, if you do, you're an asshole. But like, you ask your waitress, like, what's going on? And if the service was bad or like the food was, if the food is bad and you don't tip your, like, you don't, you, you drop your tip on, but like, the, but, the, but the service and everything was good, then you're an asshole. Just straight up. If the food was bad, that's not her, that, that's not their fault. It's not his or her fault because the food's bad. Like, they didn't go back there and cook the shit. Like, yeah, they could probably tell you, hey, man, that filet fucking sucks. Like, I'd get, I'd get, you know, or hey, the mac and cheese, you know, tastes like, you know, cat dicks. I'd rather, you, you know, you should probably just, just get the, the fucking garlic steamed broccoli and just call it a day. Like, that's fine. But it's not up to the, up to the, up to the waiter or the waitress to be like, you know what? Your food sucks. I'm going to fucking comp it or whatever. Well, I guess that is a thing. But what I'm saying is you shouldn't fuck. You shouldn't fuck up the person's income that it wasn't their fault. You know what I mean? But um, he just goes, you know, I get the order. The, everyone's late. And because it's late, I don't get tipped as much. He goes, the most I've ever made is about two to, two to $3 per order. He's like, and I'm in school. He's like, I'm doing this after school. I, I can only drive from like 7 to 11 because he has school the next day. So he's like, and from like seven to 11, I'll get like five orders in and I'll make, you know, 25 bucks or whatever. And he goes, and I probably spent 15 in gas. And he just goes, this shit's not worth it. And I haven't said anything at this point yet. I'm just letting him 
spew because I'm like, if this guy pulls out of fucking Mossberg, I'm I'm fucked. Like I have nowhere to run. There's no coverage. There's no trees even. There's literally a park bench and a trash can that has the holes through it. So it's not even like a steel trash can, which still probably wouldn't do anything. If it, I guess if it was buckshot, it would probably be fine. But if this guy's putting, you know, fucking slugs and hollow points and shit in there, then then I'm fucked. So I'm just agreeing with him. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's fucking bullshit, which it is. Like, it is. But like the homeless thing, I'm like, okay, I can't do anything about it. I, I, I guess I could tip more. That's what I took from it. I was like, all right, you know what, man? You opened up my eyes a little bit more. In my mind, I'm like, I'm going to try to tip, you know, a little bit more if I can. Hopefully, probably not, though. But I keep telling myself to make myself feel like a better person. But, you know, like that's that's the only thing that I can control. You know, you don't have to work here. I under, I, I, I respect the hustle that, you know, you're trying to make a little extra coin for your Adderall addiction or whatever while you're in school. Like totally get it. I support it. You know, I don't knock the hustle, but I can't do anything. So I just go. I just go, hey man, that fu-. I go, hey man, that fucking sucks. I go, I had no idea that it was like that. Um, you know, I'm sorry that it's like that. And I thought the kid was gonna start crying. <laughs> it was like no one's ever told him that like he was right or anything. Like, like I just felt so fucking bad for this kid because it was just like as soon as I said that, he just went, yeah, it really is, man. And he just goes, all right, buddy, well have a good night. So I think I helped him. That's just my um, my. Uh, narcissistic part of, you know, how I am, I guess. But the fact that that either that or he went home and killed himself, hopefully not. Hopefully that's not the case. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, um, I would like to think that maybe he, he walked into the DoorDash headquarters and he was just, you know, he threw his badge down or whatever, like John McClane. And he was like, I'm fucking tired of this shit. You know, I'm done. And, uh, he walked out now, he you know, he might own fucking DoorDash by now. I don't know. His name was, I should have kept the receipt because, you know, I should have had him sign it. Like how when kids, it's like how when kids signed, um, uh, like Zion's high school, like fucking yearbook or whatever. And they're like, this kid's going to be somebody one day. And they had him sign it. And people are like, look, I went to school with Zion or I went to school with Kobe or I went to school with whoever the fuck. I should have done that because I could have been like, I fucking knew this kid when he was about to take a Mossberg to my face. I turned it around single-handedly. I want some, I, I, I want some equity. God damn it. I want to take, I want to take my fair share and no, I'm kidding. I'm not an agent or anything like that. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't understand that. I, I'll, I'll never understand the whole like agency thing. Like I get it. Actually, no, I don't fucking get it. I don't fucking get it. Why should we pay? I don't have an agent. I don't have anything to agent, agent for agent orange, agent Smith, um, but it's just like, I'm not going to pay some fuck who can just, who's essentially just making sure that I'm not late to shit, essentially, you know, lunches and shit like that, where, um, hey, if I don't want to do something, I just don't do it. I'm not going to be like, yeah, talk to, uh, you know, talk to Mark and, you know, we'll see if we have time in the schedule. Like, I, I, I pray that that goes away at some point and people just start doing their own thing. And they had they don't have to go through this middleman. You got to pay him whatever two percent, three percent, four percent, five milk. Five percent milk would be wild, because they got two percent. They got one percent, right? Or is one percent low fat? One percent is low fat. One percent milk. I think it's just low fat. 
Is 1% milk just watered down whole milk? That's actually a valid question. Skim milk, skim milk, that's what it is. Skim milk isn't watered down. Despite what many think, skim milk isn't actually watered down. You just said that three different times in three different ways. Traditionally, skim milk would be made by allowing whole milk to sit out for a period of time. Then eventually, as all the cream and fat rise to the top, like Macho Man Randy Savage, what would be left is the less fatty version. Oh, and they skim that. I see. See, we're learning, baby. We went through 111 episodes, didn't learn much, said a lot of uh, said a lot of dumb shit, and now we're learning. So that's what skim milk is, or maybe everyone knew that, and I'm just late to the party. Can I add butter to 2% milk to make it whole milk? Well, hey, that's not a bad question either. You can't directly make whole milk out of low-fat milk and milk fat, but if you'd like, you can try adding more adding back some fat to the recipe, melted butter or vegetable oil. What? Can you add butter to 2% milk to make it whole milk? You can't directly make whole milk out of low-fat milk and milk fat. But if you like, you can try adding some fat back to the recipe like melted butter, which is what he said. At the concentration of, I suppose, 2% or 2.5%, butter is 80% fat, so you can use that. Yeah, I'm lost. I'm lost already. I can't have milk. I'll shit my pants. That's why I do oat milk. Um, goat milk is pretty tight, but goat milk costs a Jesus amount. I don't know what the fuck that's all about, but goat milk is dope. Oat milk is okay for like protein shakes and shit like that. I put it in my coffee earlier because I didn't have any any creamer. That was the whole thing. I didn't have any coffee or creamer, or I had one pod left that I forgot I even had. I usually make coffee every night before I go to bed so that I can set the timer on and I wake up. I have a very awesome life, and I have a $18 Mr. Coffee that can make coffee on its own. But I wake up, and my coffee's ready to go. But last night, I came home, didn't have any coffee, didn't have any creamer. So I had to pull out the old Keurig that I saved, and I was like, fuck, I have the Keurig, but I don't think I have any pods. And I ripped apart my kitchen as drunk as I was, found one pod, Deep back in the corner of that one drawer that has like batteries and like fucking thumbtacks and random shit. Um, there was one towards the back of there for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe it's me from the future and maybe I predicted this happening. So I was like, you know what? What would I do if I needed a Keurig pod? I'd probably look in this drawer. Let's put it in the very back to make it way more difficult for him. But you know what? He'll figure it out. He'll learn a very valuable lesson and planning to get coffee and creamer before you actually run out. Because you can buy big bags of coffee. I just buy the small ones because I'm an asshole. Instead of just going to Costco and getting like a five-pound like rice bag full of coffee beans, and I have, I have coffee for life, baby. I have coffee for life, and I can go get one of those gallon things of creamer. That's, you know, 800 grams of fat per tablespoon or whatever it is. You get a little bit of the hazelnut, and you throw a little bit of oat milk in. You stir that bitch up and you're fucking your heart's ready to explode it's amazing every single time um but yeah so i have to I actually have to go get coffee tonight otherwise i'm gonna have the same thing tomorrow except there's gonna be no coffee i'm only gonna have you know hot water with oat milk and i'd rather lick my own dick which i can't do i've tried um but long story short about venice big problem it was also weird because like on the left there's a bunch of homeless people and then, like, down on their luck, and it's sad. And then on, a, right across the boardwalk, there's just people doing, like, Jaeger shots and yelling at the TV because sports are back. And I'm just like, holy shit. I should have, like, taken a video of it, like the 
like like it it was the craziest thing because you have literally people that are like on their last leg that are having a rough time and it's you know all that and then you have college kids who are just going like fuck this man you only you know yolo you only live once and they just go they just get blacked out they stumble home and um i don't know it was wild to see but it's good to see that venice is back uh i don't know what they're going to do with the homeless people but they got to figure that out because it's not nice. Um, yeah, let's get into some dicks of the past. Time machine function three, two, one. This is dicks of the past. All right, Dicks of the Past, May 28th, 2014, bitch. Um, what do we got? <clears throat> People in the U.S. were listening to All of Me by John Legend. Well, hey, I don't like that song because it's the song that everyone plays at their wedding. And it's it's just, it's just, it's just, it's a great song, but holy fuck, we need a break. This came out in 2014. We need at least another three years before we hear. And then they, they did like a remix version of it with like, um, oh, fuck me. Who was it? It wasn't like Skrillex or something. Or, or was it? All of me remix. I literally spelled remix the opposite way. I went X-I-M. Apparently I'm, I'm dyslexic. Oh, Tiesto. Tiesto Locos Taco. When did that come out? Twenty. Oh, that came out in 2014. It came out the same year as this? Wait a minute. Yeah, so they didn't even wait that long. Wow. It's like the studios with their remakes of, the, of all the movies. We're going to redo Cruella DeVille with Emma Stone. And then in five years, Glenn Close is going to go, Oh yeah, we're going to make Cruella 2 even, even more mad, or whatever they call it. And it's going to be her, and she's going to just be like, you know, you know how Glenn Close looks. Well, yeah, All of Me, John Legend, <clears throat> uh, Murder in the First by director Mark Rocco. Rocco. Uh, I don't know what this is. I feel like 2014, I shouldn't know. <clears throat> um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Oh, we got the Laker game on tonight. Fuck me. Murder in the first. Kevin Bacon, Gary Oldman, Christian Slater. Kevin Bacon, Gary Oldman, Christian Slater. An eager and idealistic young attorney defends an Alcatraz prisoner accused of murdering a fellow inmate. Uh, the accentuating circumstances, his client had just been over three years in solitary confinement. Oh, interesting. This actually sounds kind of nice. You know why? Because it has Kevin Bacon, Gary Oldman, Christian Slater. Interesting. Who else is in? Arlie Ermey, William H. Macy. Kira Sedgwick. All right. I don't know how I never saw this. It actually looks kind of tight. Um, okay. And then as far as books goes, The Invention of Wings by Sue Monk Kidd. Sue Monk Kidd wrote, what did she write? The Alchemist? No, that wasn't it. 
Sue Monk Kid. What did she write? Secret Life of Bees. That's what it was. I read that in community college. That was actually a really good book. I don't know if it was because I was forced to read it. <clears throat> or if I actually remember. Or I think I have it. Because I think that was one of those things where it was like, you can rent the book for 11 weeks for $15, or you can buy it for $14. you are like, well, why wouldn't I just buy it? And they're like, exactly, welcome to college. And you're like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, Secret Life of Bees came out in 2002. This is actually a really, really good book. I might actually pick this back up and reread it. I'm not going to. I don't know why I even said that. I just fucking lied. I'm going to reread a book. Yeah, okay. I'm going to re I think the only book that I've ever reread was The Alchemist. And I think I've read that book three times and I couldn't even tell you what it's about. <laughs> That's, I remember it for like a month. And then, you know, a new episode of Hell's Kitchen comes out and that, that just totally, that just overwrites any of the uh, smart shit that I read from books. Yeah, this is, a, this is a good book. I wonder if I sold it for drugs. No, I'm just kidding. They're like, I'll give you four Oxycontin for the secret life of bees. And I'm like, fuck you. At least give me five. They're like, five, deal. Uh, if you played video games, you were probably playing the uh, Castaway Paradise. Well, that's, that's, that, doesn't, that doesn't sound like a fun game at all, does it? Um, Castaway Paradise came out in 2014 on iOS, Facebook. Facebook? Facebook has video games? What? Facebook video games. Are you fucking with me? Nintendo Switch, PS4, Android, iOS. Oh, it's like uh, Animal Crossing. Yeah, I'm out. Let's go ahead and close that tab. Close that tab. And yeah, let's move on to sports. I fucking hate Animal Crossing. I don't get it. I don't. I just, I don't. I just, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get that. I don't get Fortnite. I think it's an age thing. I think I'm finally at that age. Where I'm like, fuck you, wake me up with them, you know, remake Donkey Kong or some shit. Like, that's that's what I'm all about. But um, I don't know. I'm just an old man now. I love it. A 31. Uh, sports. What do we got sports? We got Lakers, Suns. Um, at the time we are recording this, Lakers were playing in five minutes. So we'll see what happens. Um, probably should have recorded this after the game, but... I uh, I don't know. I didn't want to, okay? So, so go fuck yourself. So they played a night game three in L.A. First time that Anthony Davis has played in front of Staples or played in Staples with fans, rather. I think that's right. Or at least more than like the, you know, 2,000 fans that were allowed beginning of the year or the middle of the year, rather. Um, so we'll see. Game one was a total disaster. De uh, Devin Booker was... I think the first guy to prove that you can fuck a Kardashian and still have a great career. So hats off to you, bro. You found the fucking perfect recipe. He had a great game, 45 points. What did Devin Booker have? It's worth Googling because we need to give the man give the man his credit. Devin Booker, game one points. I want to say it was like 47. 34. I was way off. But he dropped 34 on us. And uh, they looked really good. So, and then game two, we came back. We got better, more aggressive in the paint. They got some more um, offensive boards. They got, I don't like what's going on. I was talking to my buddy about this last night. I, I don't like what's going on with the NBA right now where, I mean, it's not right now. It's been happening for like three or four years. But you'll have like a point guard or like a power forward or someone that has the ball. They have a 
damn near clear open lane for either a layup or a dunk. They might have to like put somebody on a poster in the progress or whatever, but that they, they can they have a clear clear-ish lane. They 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 go in and then they right before they go in for the layup, they kick it out. And then they shoot three and I feel like most of the time they miss it. And this is like two minutes before the like two minutes left in the game, three minutes left in the game, like crucial time when it's, you know, a tie game. And at this point, you just need points. Like, if you have the two, go for the two. It's the same argument that I have with fucking football when it's, you know, the second quarter and they go for it on, you know, and they fucking go for two. And then they miss it and then they lose by one. And it's like, good. I fucking hope you lose by one every single game for the rest of the year if you keep pulling that shit. Like, I get it. If it's fourth quarter, you know, Three minutes left or two minutes left, no timeouts. They're getting the ball, obviously. They're getting the ball back. You're down by, you know, six or seven and um, or eight, rather, and they're getting the ball back. They have all their timeouts, rather. You don't have any. And, like, this is a do or die. You have to do this, and then you have to kick a field goal. And then if you fuck up on both of those, they're just going to take knees, and you're going to have to just suck their dick. That's just what that is. But if it's second quarter and you're and you're up, you're up by three or you're up by seven and then you go for two and you miss it. I hope you lose the game. I hope you lose, even if it's my Seahawks, which they've done. They, I think they did that like five or six times last season. Whenever Russell Wilson wasn't on his ass because our offensive line sucked, uh, our fucking, our, our special teams coordinator, I don't, I don't know if that was Schottenheimer's, you know, awesome work. I don't even know who our, uh, our, um, he's our offensive coordinator or was, I guess. I don't even know. Is Brian Schottenheimer even with the, um, Seahawks anymore? I think they just re... Did, did they pick him back up? Or did he go to Jacksonville? I think he went to Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good, Schottenheimer. I feel like he was the reason why we didn't go back-to-back Super Bowl wins when we got when we got our, you know, our clit pounded by the Patriots. And we could have won. We could have just given the ball to Marshawn, but we didn't. We wanted to make Russell Wilson the MVP and to kick it out for the touchdown and, you know, play We Are the Champions and have it be a whole thing. But we didn't give it to Marshawn, who would have clearly scored. We fucking threw it. Uh, Malcolm Butler, uh, I think it was Malcolm Butler. Yeah, because he won. I think that was the year he won MVP. Malcolm Butler comes off the screen, cuts in, deflects the ball. Patriots win. And I was just so pissed because all we had to do was give it to Marshawn Lynch. And this was primetime Marshawn, too. He would have fucking licked your asshole while he was, you know, Fucking yeah. That doesn't make any sense. But you know what I mean. He was an aggro. He was an aggressive motherfucker. Although like the nicest guy ever. He'll like, he'll fuck you up and then he'll be like, hey, let's go donate some turkeys. And you're like, all right, whatever. <laughs> like he just seems like the fucking nicest dude ever. But um, I don't even know how I got start, got fucking talking about that. We we're talking about the Lakers and then we we're talking, oh, we were talking about driving the ball in and not getting two points and going for the three. So hopefully they changed that up, which they kind of did. Um, Andre Drummond had a huge first half. I think he had like 14 or 15 rebounds in, in that entire game. Um, AD stepped up. LeBron stepped up. Caruso still doing his thing. I think the most consistent player um, overall on the Lakers has to be Alex Caruso. I mean, yeah, he, he got hurt. He was out for a few weeks or whatever. I mean, outside of, you know, outside of LeBron and AD, like Alex Caruso, I think, is the best current Laker right now outside of those two like he he steps up he's he fucking hustles on like loose balls giggity you know he uh his defense is great i think they should have put him 
I like how they switched him up against Steph Curry. Originally, I think it was they put KCP on Steph Curry, and he just couldn't handle it, which is fine. That's one of the best shooters of all time, and uh, and potentially the best handles right now outside of maybe Kyrie Irving. But um, they made the switch at halftime, and they put Caruso in, and they dropped. They, I mean, fucking Steph Curry still did his thing, but as far as defensively goes, he had to work for it a little bit more or offensively rather. So I think in this series, you put Caruso on Devin Booker. I think you put um, either THT off the bench or you put in someone like, um, like uh, you got to put a big on Paul, on a Paul George, on Chris Paul. You either got to put Andre Jumman on him or you got to put Braun on him or you got to put somebody big because if you don't and you put a small guy on there, he'll beat you every single time. And even though you're bigger, you might not be able to, you know, uh, step back off the screens or, you know, try to catch up on a fast break. But when you're LeBron, you got to take five steps to get from half court to the rim. Uh, I don't think that's really a huge problem. So we'll see how the adjustments go. They are in staples for the next three games. And then we go back to Phoenix if necessary for game six and game seven. Um, that was pretty much it for NBA, I think. I mean, there's a bunch of shit going on. It's playoffs, playoffs. But uh, I'm, I'm not going to really bore you guys too much over it. You guys already don't care about the Lakers. So we're going to talk about the Dodgers. So we give a shit about that, right? Uh, Dodgers, how are the Dodgers dudes? I think they're 11 for their last 13 games or something like that. Or they've won 11 out of their, out of their last 13. They're looking good. Starting pitching's looking good again. Trevor Bauer doing his thing, Julio Urias doing his, doing his thing, Kershaw doing his thing, Walker Buehler doing his thing. Um, they're looking great. Bullpen still has some issues, but you know what? What else is new? Um, you know, they're number two, I think, overall right now. I haven't – did they lose? They lost last night because they played Houston game one. They fucked up Houston. And then game two, they played Houston again, and they lost. I think they lost like five to two. So um, they probably, yeah, lost or won 11 of the last 14 rather. Uh, but that bats are looking good. Gavin, Gavin Lux is looking great. Max Muncy holding down the fort. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's still relatively early. We're only what 50 games, 60 games into the season. So, uh, you know, after the, after summer, after the all-star break, September ish is really when people start putting the heat on, but, uh, we're looking good. So outside of that, we got, uh, what have we got? UFC. I don't think we talked about the Charles Oliveira fight. No, because that would have been two weeks or last week, and we didn't do last week. So, um, to be totally honest, by the time this, I was in Venice for this fight, and by the time the main card came on, I watched the entire main card with one eye open. So, I was still coherent. I uh, watched, I watched the last three fights. I watched the Ferguson fight. Oh, okay. I remember the last Ferguson fight, and then, or I remember the Ferguson fight, and I remember the main event. And the main event was great. Big congrats to Charles Oliveira. Great fight. Uh, it was wild. He was, seemed like he may have been kind of losing the first round a little bit. I mean, he got um, he got uh, got Michael Chandler's back uh, middle of the first round. Um, although I think Michael Chandler said that he kind of gave him his back so that he could kind of get into a better position. But points are points. So, um, and then to see Oliveira come out in this what like the. 18th second or 19th second of the second round and uh put michael chandler down was pretty insane well deserved to see what happens now we just gotta wait until july to uh see what happens with connor and dustin poirier i would assume that the loser of that would fight gaichi but um 
I don't know. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? That, like, like we always say, that division is, um, there's a lot going on. So we can't really do anything until, was it July 11th? Is when Connor and Dustin Poirier fight in Vegas, so we'll see. Justin Gaethje definitely deserves the shot. They also fucked Max Holloway, I saw, which is really not cool. Uh, I think they're having him fight. Um, oh, shit. Who who are they having him fight? He should be fighting Volkanovski, but I get it because he's, he's doing... Volkanovski's doing the ultimate fighter with uh, Brian Ortega, and they're going to fight, so I get that. Um... I think it's Yair Rodriguez. I think I'm right. Max Holloway. Yeah, Yair Rodriguez. So I guess they just want Max Holloway to just clear out the whole division before he gets a fucking a title shot again. So I'd like to see the rematch between Max Holloway and Volkanovski. But I would also like to see um, if Brian Ortega wins, to have him fight Max Holloway. That would be good. I think they fought before, though. Maybe at least once. Let's see. Max Holloway, Brian Ortega. Um, they fought two years ago, Max Holloway won. So yeah, that would be awesome to see that rematch if Brian Ortega wins, um, which is possible, dude. Brian Ortega is a fucking G and he has like the hottest girlfriends for some reason. I don't understand it. He's, I guess he's a good looking dude and he's a fighter. So it's like, you know, it makes sense. But, uh, yeah, lucky guy. Very, uh, interesting to watch him fight. So we'll see what happens with him. I think they're fighting. I heard, uh, Alexander Volkanovsky was on Rogan earlier. I think it was yesterday or today's uh, podcast. And he was talking about how they're going to fight after the ultimate fighter, which is a tradition. But um, he kind of said something. He's like, it might be around September. So Max Holloway is going to have this fight. And then if he beats Rodriguez, I guess he waits. I, I don't know. Waits and sees what happens with the title fight and then gets the rematch maybe like January, February of next year. Um, but taking six, seven months off for Max Holloway is um, is fine. He's done it plenty of times. But he has like this shift of momentum, excuse me, is just uh, completely in his favor. So I would like to see that keep going. I'd like to see Max Holloway get the champion chip belt. And I got mad heartburn. Jesus Christ. I haven't drinking. I've had, I've, I haven't, I'm not high. I, I don't know what, maybe that's why. Maybe if I smoked, my heartburn would go away. See, I should be a doctor. Um, but this week, who do we got this week? I know we have the Israel Adesanya fight next weekend. Um, is the Rosenstreich fight this weekend? I think it is. Let's see. Yeah, and then Walt Harris was fighting. Yeah, there's a few a few great fights. Who else we got? Who's on the prelim card? Makwan Americani. Yeah, there's gonna be some good fights, and it's free. I mean, if you have ESPN Plus. So I didn't even know it's on a four. Fuck, I'm gonna be gone. Maybe I'll be that guy at the party that has his phone out and the one earbud in, like I'm a a baseball scout. And I'm just in the corner watching the fight on my five-inch phone. Damn. I hate I hate when they're early, when they're not at seven. But, you know, they didn't fucking ask me. It is what it is. We'll figure it out. I can always watch it Sunday. Um, NFL, nothing really big with NFL, I don't think. Still haven't figured out what's going on with Deshaun Watson. I'm, like, super intrigued to see what's going to happen with that whole thing. So we will figure that out as – we'll figure it out as we get more news, Jim. Um, album of the week, I went with Toxicity from System of Down. 
Came out in 2001, not the best year for our country, but hey, we bounced back, baby. We went to war for something that wasn't there, and we never looked back. Um, but Toxicity, great album. Brings you back to my childhood, falling out of you know trees and throwing rocks at cars and just being an overall degenerate of, uh, of my hometown. So check that out uh, if you haven't heard it yet, which I'm sure you have. Um, you probably couldn't really escape hearing at least three or four songs off this album uh, from the year, you know, 2001 to 2010. So, uh, but if you haven't, or if you forgot about it, or you just want to trip down memory lane, check it out and uh, let me know what y'all think. And that is all we got for you this week. You guys, um, you guys have a good one. You know, it's Memorial weekend. So let's be memorious or whatever you do. Um, No, Uh, obviously, you know, Thank you to all the veterans and things like that for the people that have, you know, passed away. Um, that's why we're doing it. We're not out here to just get fucked up, guys. We turned it into something that was, you know, a good-hearted thing. And now we just, we go, woo, we don't have work. Let's get blacked out and, you know, get get my girlfriend pregnant or whatever. Like, that. you just get super happy. So don't forget about that shit. That's a huge, huge, huge part of what's going on right now. So, um, you know, if you have anybody that was in the armed forces or anything like that that have passed away, um, you know, this is, uh, the one day where we do what we do and we drink Coors Light and we drink fucking Trulies for, for them, I guess. I don't know, but, uh, you guys be safe out there. You guys make sure, you know, no drinking and driving, even if it's just a little, I have to say it, you know, I'm a hypocrite. We've all done it, but we're trying to be better. That's what 2021 is all about. 2020 showed us how big of a cunt we are. And 2021 is the year to, uh, to pivot as Ross from friends would say. So let's all pivot. Let's uh, be safe out there. You guys be good humans. And um, yeah, I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace.